It is Thursday, the 23rd of July, 2020. Uh, baseball is back. Baseball got their shit together before Dave. It's good. Um, except I don't particularly care that much. So uh, that and uh, bidets, swingers, aluminum cans. Pretty standard shit. Complaints and observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Oh. So, uh, hello. Welcome to episode 23. It's the Michael Jordan episode, uh, where that'll be the only time I mention Michael Jordan. Just a number thing. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit more prepared today than I was on Monday. I feel a shade better than I did on Monday. Monday, I kind of felt like shit. Today... I still feel a little shitty. I told my wife I might have the Rona. I, I doubt that, but we'll get to, we'll get to uh, more Rona talk later. However, here I am, twenty three episodes into this nonsense, and I realize that I have yet to mention that uh, yours truly is uh, an ordained, 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 ordained minister. Um, I mean, I should be using this platform to, to advertise my services as um, the five-minute man. Not in the way that you think when you hear that term, you sick fuck. Uh, but my, my ceremonies are, are typically five minutes long, which, quite frankly, is the best. Um. I have done, I want to say 10, maybe 11, which, you know, I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this are aware of this, but I mean, I did this whole thing on a lark. Uh, I was living by myself at the time, shit-faced, high as a kite, playing around on eBay, and sure enough, there it was. Get ordained for 15 bucks, and I was like, fuck yeah, boom, did it, and now look at it. Uh, it seems at least once, I mean, it's been once a year. Christ, how long has it been? 2004? No. Maybe I want to say like 2005 or 6 is when I actually got ordained. And so the first few years, nothing happened. It was just a joke. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and my buddy Jeff and, and his fiance at the time, Asked me to uh, to marry them, and it has just spiraled out of control. Out of control. It's fun. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. So, if you happen to be one of the three people, and by the way, my audience has dwindled from four to three. One of those three is my wife, so this means nothing. Um, but... 
If you are in need of service, please let me know. I can perform in uh, Massachusetts, um, Manhattan, and is that it? That might be it. Yeah, I think that's it. But it's very easy. Most most states that are above or, or north, I should say, of the Mason-Dixon line don't have weird rules and restrictions on who can marry who. Um, apparently in Tennessee, it's like, oh, if you, if you don't belong to that church, you can't be ordained by the church. Ah, eh, fuck you. Fucking religious nonsense. It's all scam. But uh, yeah, Reverend Dave, there it is. I can't believe I hadn't mentioned that yet. Funny. Um, but yeah, so a few things I wanted to to talk about. A handful of uh, complaints and or observations. Um, if, uh, it, you know, if our coin shortage story from Monday wasn't riveting enough, uh, I just got done reading an article that now there is now an aluminum can shortage in America. That tells me a couple of things. One, we're not recycling enough aluminum cans. So, recycle your aluminum cans. Get your Mima to recycle her Coke cans and her Diet Coke cans. And bring her change to the bank. But apparently, according to uh, a handful of sources that I've uh, dug up, apparently uh, one of the factors is uh, White Claws. And uh, assorted seltzer drinks. It, it makes sense. It makes some sense. But you have, you know, these large fucking uh, conglomerate brewers cutting back on, on production. So if, if the brand sucks, you know, they're going to they're gonna cut back. Which makes sense. I mean, what's the point of using your limited dwindling supplies uh, of, of aluminum on brands that don't sell. It, it just kind of, the shift in from glass to aluminum was weird. Um, you know, it's easier, obviously, to, to produce product in cans versus uh, glass bottles. But... You know, another riveting conversation for a podcast, which is precisely why my audience has dwindled from four to three. Um, so if you're listening to this by some uh, miracle, um, please know that these little tidbits that I see are basically just from me dicking around on the Internet and uh, seeing the story. Why is America running out of aluminum cans? Well, one, we're stupid. Two, we drink a lot. There you go. I just wrote the whole article and it was two seconds long. So, um, however, I did, I got a text message from, um, one of my more faithful listeners, Brian, thank you. Uh, he sent me a, a text that, that basically said, let me, let me pull this up because it, it need, I need to say it precisely because uh, it's fascinating. Let's see. Uh, ever notice folks have Adirondack chairs in their front yards? Do you know why? 
and uh, he goes into producer mode and says, uh, research that one. This will be a great observation. So my instant reaction was uh, maybe they're covering a sewer cap or they have no design eye. Meh. All right. You know, reasonable. Oh, no. He decides he's going to – he did the research, apparently. Comes back and says, two Adirondack chairs on your front lawn indicate that you are a swinger. I mean, what? Um, it's pretty funny. It was so funny. He wrote it twice in the same text, that same line. So he, he must have been excited by that. And then he probably texted his wife saying, hey, let's get two Adirondack chairs on my front lawn pronto. He probably didn't do that. Well, anyways, now I had to do the research. I mean, I was somewhat intrigued. Well, apparently there are a lot of signals that you can give to your neighbors that that just scream, "Hey, uh, we we happen to swing." The two Adirondack chairs are one. Uh, a gold pineapple on the steps. Now, apparently, this is a Florida thing. Mainly in the over 55 community. uh, Because venereal disease runs rampant in those places. Don't believe me? Google it. It's gross. These old people are fucking constantly. Just add that to to the list of reasons why Florida fucking sucks. Let's just cut that whole state off and let it float into the ocean. Fuck Florida. Gross. Uh, White rocks. So if you have white rocks in your yard, not like boulders, but, you know, gravel, date, decorative white rocks. uh, That's a sign. Uh, Women wearing anklets, gold anklets. Is a sign. Dudes wearing black rings. On their thumb. So like a black thumb ring. Red flag. Something called pompous grass. Apparently this is a an English thing. P-A-M-P-A-S. Pompous grass. That if you have pompous grass. Which is you know, some kind of like tall uh, shrubbery type thing. Nah, shrubbery's not right. It's a plant. It's got like a white. Uh, not feathery, but... Kind of fucking white top. I don't know. It looks like a dandelion almost. And then if you put your your car keys on the bar at the Scarlet Oak Tavern in Hingham, Massachusetts on a Saturday night. That too. Heard that one for a while. Um, But what the fuck is going on here? That'd be an interesting topic for a show. Let's, let's, Let's get... Uh, let's get a swinger on the show. Apparently, the, there's a dude that lives a couple of uh, doors down from us that uh, allegedly uh, runs in those types of circles. Maybe I'll knock on his door and see if he wants to be on the show. It's so funny. Um, that seems like a lot of trouble. Like a hassle. 
It just seems like, you know, couples deal with their own bullshit. Now you're going to bring some other couple's bullshit into into intertwine with your own bullshit? Well, what kind of sense does that make? I don't particularly get it. Um, but yeah, holy crap. All, all those different signs. And my, my guess is that there's more than that. There's probably way more than that. But those are the only ones that I could dig up quickly. Um, and it all started from Brian's observation of two Adirondack chairs in the front in the front yard. Now, Brian lives in a rather affluent or somewhat affluent um, South Shore, Massachusetts um, uh, town. And it makes me wonder what the fuck is going on in that town. Everybody's fucking apparently over there. Um, but just, just, I don't know. It, it, the rabbit hole I went down was not something I really wanted to, to, to dig into, but I needed to know more about the whole advertising of, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll, hey man, I'll, I'll fuck your wife if you fuck mine. What's up? Oh, I noticed you had two Adirondack chairs. Hey, sweet pompous grass. Yeah, weird. Dudes dudes in general are weird anyway, so I can't say I'm entirely surprised. So <clears throat> time for the uh, fairly standard Rona discussion. Uh, just because, look, it's like the only fucking thing really going on today. Hopefully, starting tomorrow and next week, there's going to be tons of fucking sports. It's going to be weird and awesome. Uh, the fully anticipated race for the first um, multinational pharmaceutical conglomerate to come up with a vaccine for this for this crap. Oh, excuse me. Woo. Coffee burp there for you, huh? You like that? Um, the race is on. Who's going to be the first uh, shitty company to come up with what is likely to be a shitty vaccine on the quick? Um, Oxford University apparently came up with a good one that's um, moving faster than than the rest. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting. But yesterday, there's a couple of reports about these. Some of these pharmaceutical companies deciding, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna sell the vaccine." Well, okay, that, that's terrific. Nice, nice job. I'm gonna sell the vaccine uh, as if you know, um, healthcare and pharmaceuticals in general in this country weren't a fucking complete joke. Now you're gonna have these companies, a couple of companies, uh, uh, Moderna, out of Cambridge, Massachusetts, the People's Republic of Cambridge. Uh, really just sort of spitting in the face of the People's Republic. Like, phooey. To you, phooey, yeah. It's a good word. Uh, who's already received a half billion dollars in federal funding. They're going to make their vaccine and then sell it for a profit. What are we doing here? Uh, Pfizer. 
is another one who said they're going to sell it for profit, but they haven't received any federal money. So, all right, I get that. That one I kind of understand. Um, you know, it's it's the outlay to to produce the thing. And, um, you know, I, I think Pfizer was the one that they just got like the $2 billion to um, actually, yeah, $2 billion for 100 million doses. Now, they, it, that's only if, uh, you know, if it works. So, at least plenty of room for decent profit. According to this website, fiercepharma.com. I'm sure they're a above board organization, fiercepharma.com. Um, yeah, anyways. So I you know, I find that very interesting. It's one of these things that I look at and just say it it's it's dirty pool. And this kind of goes back to my point on Monday about the, you know, complete lack of empathy that permeates the country nowadays. And uh, it, it, essentially, they want to profit off the corpses of 145,000 Americans. And more or less. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, uh, I can't pretend to be an expert on pharma, but it seems a tad ghoulish to try to make money off something that will both save lives and simply end this entire nightmarish scenario that we're currently in. Look, people people still know who Dr. Salk is. Okay, you don't, I do. He created the polio vaccine 65 years ago, and apparently legacy is not enough anymore. Billions upon billions of dollars is all that seems. And it's no end in sight. It's never going to end. You know, one of these is going to come out, and then you're going to see a bunch of copycats, and it's going to be a whole big... Fucking market-driven nonsense, and it, it it's never going to be net. Like, I keep saying to myself, I'm trying to be positive when I say, all right, yeah, you know, look, we'll have to sacrifice for a year, and then hopefully we'll be back to normal. But uh, the country right now is just all red. It's gross. And it's all going to get locked down again. We're all going to end up in the fucking house again for another month plus. Uh, you finally have uh, the president saying, look, you should wear a mask. Oh, you're like seven months late, bub. But look, it could all it 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 could all be rendered moot. Oxford University's uh, vaccine seems to be leading the way. Uh, which, you know, ultimately leads me to believe that there's no way it's going to be used here. They'll find it. we'll be left on an island to rot away while the rest of the world is inoculated and can finally continue going about their lives. I will uh, not dive deeper into this as uh, complaints and observations is officially politically agnostic. Let's talk about bidets. I've mentioned bidets previously. I got a text message from a friend asking me, how was your bidet treating you wonderfully? I believe Tushy, Tushy Bidets got a free ad early on. So here's another one. Tushy Bidets. Seriously, you should have one. Every household in America should have one. Less toilet paper, 
Less garbage in your septic system or your sewer system. Cleaner assholes. It's all a plus. It makes no sense. And look, you, you can go back to the whole, well, you know, I don't want to be uh, European. Yeah, you're a fucking clown. Uh, the Europeans have clean assholes. We don't. I do. You don't. Filthy animal. Bidets. So I mentioned baseball. Opening day is uh, today on the 23rd of July. Fucking three months overdue. Four months overdue. Wild. Uh, And listen, uh, Mookie Betts just signed an extension and he got everything he deserved. And the Red Sox fucked up. Now listen. uh, There are going to be a lot of people that say... Uh, you know, he doesn't deserve it. He didn't want to be here. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. None of it is accurate. Um, you are worth what the market is willing to pay. And in this case, it's 13 years and roughly $400 million. So, you know, um, that's what he's worth because that's what he was paid. And the other thing is, too, um, he is an exceptional baseball player. Um, You just don't see that type of player anymore. Um, Four straight seasons of at least 100 runs, 40 doubles, and 20 home runs. It's him, Robinson Cano, Albert Pujols for the longest such streak in the expansion era since 1961. I mean... Just just seeing that alone should be enough. And he's won four gold gloves. He can run. You won an MVP. Like what, what fucking more do you need? If you're trying to win baseball games, these are the kind of guys you love to have around, right? But apparently, uh, the Red Sox felt differently and traded him for a fucking bag of balls and some uh, bazooka gum. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's odd for a number, you know, in the Dodgers for all their big money spending, I mean, they're trying to win. That's the whole idea. Um, you know, they're, they're not, the value of the Dodgers is not the same as the Red Sox. The Red Sox are, what did I read? Something like number, number three, number four. What is it? Number, uh, number three globally. Among sports properties, Fenway Sports Group, which includes the Red Sox, the racing team, Liverpool, $6.6 billion. The Dodgers did not make the top 10, mainly because it's just a baseball property. But the Red Sox balked at this, um, instead trading him and David Price. Now look, you want to trade David Price, I get it. Even though uh, it just basically means you're punting on 2020, which is part of the reason why I say fuck the Red Sox, because... Uh, you know, you're the Boston fucking Red Sox. You're a part of the Fenway Sports Group. You should be trying to fucking win every year. This is why I said, get ready, Liverpool fans. You're going to see what's going to happen here in a few years. The manager's going to bail. You're going to see a lot of fucking negative shit about the manager there. The team's going to, so there's going to be a, like a 
serious downturn in the club for a couple of years. Maybe you'll get lucky, win the league again, and then all of a sudden back down again. So it's odd to me that this happened. The reaction to it is odd. Um, he was Betts was asked um, during his press conference yesterday, would you have accepted the same deal if the Red Sox had offered it? And his response was, I think that's a very valid question. And he's not wrong. And why the fuck would he say any more than that? I mean, they offered him... What did they offer him? They offered him, I think, 10 years, 10 years, 300 million. Which, in theory, is a good contract. However, Manny Machado, who is not as good, had signed for that same figure. So Betts comes back and asks for 12 years, 420. And he essentially got 13 and 400. From the Dodgers, if you if you include the one year twenty seven million he's getting this year, so you know a little negotiation probably could have got it to twove years four hundred, twelve years, eleven years three ninety, something like that. Who knows? A workable deal. You're only worth what the market is willing to pay. And the market in this case was willing to pay a 12-year, $365 million extension. Now look, if the Dodgers win the World Series this year, who gives a fuck? This year's a wash. I, don't, I, I think it's going to be somebody weird. Like, it wouldn't shock me if Oakland won the World Series this year, Tampa. Somebody that can pitch is really... And I don't think the Dodgers pitching is nearly as good as their lineup. Their lineup is stacked. But they're pitching, meh. It's okay. Just meh. Um, that's why I think like Oakland, Tampa, I think the White Sox are going to surprise people. I don't think they'll do much, but the Red Sox might win fucking 25 games. So hammer the under. Hammer, and that number keeps going down. It was at 31 like a week ago. I looked again today. Uh, it was at 29 and a half. Hammer the fuck out of that thing. Because this team stinks. They're going to lose games 10-9. I've said that a thousand times. They've played two games in this, uh, you know, two warm-up games here in the last two nights uh, in against the fucking Blue Jays who stink. They just Their bullpen's going to give up 8,000 home runs in fucking 60 games. I, I've said I'm not going to watch. I may watch just to see them lose. And because there's nothing else on until hockey and basketball start. But it's it's going to be entertaining. Um, just like I heard, I was listening to Dan Levitard the other day. Um, best radio show um, on radio? I guess so, yeah. The impotence for me starting this stupid program is mainly from that show, that you can have a sports show that's not entirely about sports. In my case, it's not about fucking anything. But he mentioned, he's talking about Dan Snyder again, who is quickly becoming one of my favorite topics because he's a fucking idiot. 
He's like, how the hell is the NFL letting Dan Snyder essentially investigate himself? And it's a fair question. Is this... Is this the first time that there's been any sort of uh, NFL-related problem where the team is is allowed to sort of um, police themselves? I I mean, I can't think of another. And if there are, they're not nearly as big as this. But, I mean, think about it. If you want to think about it in Patriots terms, because they're the ones that are always in trouble, so that makes sense. Did the NFL let them do their own investigation of deflation science? No. Uh, using cameras in multiple ways? No. But uh, apparently constant harassment of women doesn't rank very high on the NFL's list of egregious violations. It's fucking stupid. The NFL, for for all of its, all the good things that they do, they do so many dumb things. And I think it's just sports in general. There are just so many really stupid fucking people in sports. Just, again, common sense doesn't fucking exist. Gone. Where the fuck is the commissioner right now on this thing? Haven't heard a peep from this douchebag. I'll be interested to see how they handle this new garbage from another shitty owner, uh, Woody Johnson of the Jets. This guy is allegedly a piece of shit, too. But, I mean, how... Is there a conversation between uh, the commissioner and Woody Johnson? Uh, listen, Raj, uh, yeah, I'll have somebody look into this. No no need to worry. Thanks. What is that? I mean, a little due diligence would probably go a long way. You could save yourself a lot of fucking face if you have these shitbag owners and you can take care of them. Punish them, but nope, nope, nope. Sorry, you didn't, you didn't have some uh, dumb TV guy uh, filming B-roll from the Bengals' uh, sideline. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a year and a half investigation. Not a year and a half, but whatever. Nine months, however fucking long it took for that shit to go down. Uh, that's where they'll they'll spend their time on the Patriots TV guy uh, getting B-roll. Uh, you know. Constant sexual harassment of employees within an organization. Nope, sorry. No, we can't do that. Nope, sorry. Nope, that, that's not us. That's a, that's a team issue. That's fucking appalling. And, and look, I have never been a fan of the Washington racial slurs. Um... So, I mean, honestly, I want to see them fail, and I want to see them punished harshly, just as, you know, I'm sure every every other fan in football hates everything that the Patriots do, so, all right, whatever. But, yeah, you know, one of these things that makes me scratch my fucking head, like, how do we get to this point? And they still can't get their fucking shit together in terms of how to handle the Rona here because that's inevitable. I'm almost certain. Am I talking loud today? I feel like I'm being loud. If I've been loud, I I feel like I'm yelling into the microphone. 
<clears throat> I've had a lot of coffee this morning. I apologize. I'm fired up for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. Interesting. But, uh, sorry if I'm yelling. They're in trouble because you just know there's going to be uh, an outbreak of, of, of this shit in the NFL. Too much close contact, sweat, spit, disgusting, gross people doing... I mean, they're disgusting and gross anyway. Pandemic or no. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You you know, somebody made the, the observation, well, what happens if a wide receiver gets it, does is asymptomatic, uh, has, they have a meeting. So now you've got the coach and say, Seven receivers, six receivers. They're all in a room. And they're in a room for however long. Film session, game planning, whatever. So let's say let's say two to three hours. Well, now the agreement that they came up with is after the first couple of weeks, they're going to test every other day. Okay, so they test them. They're all negative. That afternoon, receiver meeting. Next day, receiver meeting. Next day, test. All six guys have it. So now, here you have a team that has to have all six of their receivers, their wide receiver coach, and whoever else happened to come in contact with them have to be quarantined for however long, a week, two weeks, whatever. They're going to miss one or two games. What on earth happens then? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> How fucking funny is this? It's let's say they test on a on a Wednesday. Tuesday's the off day, so they so they test Monday. Tuesday's the off day. Wednesday they come back, test them all. Boom, they got it. So they're gonna miss that week, and let's say the next week, the coming Sunday, you're fucked. I mean, you're pulling guys off the street, and it's going to be whoever they're playing, just fucking run heavy defense. Because what are they, they, who are they going to throw the ball to? Uh, you're packing the box. You're not even going to bother with the fucking secondary. What are you going to do? Like, you're playing man. You're putting an extra guy in the box, and you're just playing the run the whole time because they can't throw. It makes me like how many of these teams are going to have like a fucking Rolodex of guys that know something about their offense in case something like this happens. Like defensive players, I can kind of get the secondary is a little tricky, maybe even linebackers, but like D line and O line guys, well, not so much O line guys, but D line guys, you can probably slot in street guys to a point. But if wow, uh, let me throw out a hypothetical. Let's say let's say the Ravens uh, they're playing. I don't know. I don't know what their schedule is. Let's say they're playing uh, the Cowboys. Sunday night football. You know that's the NFL's big money game. Well, the entire Ravens uh, 
Our receiving core is out. Gone. I mean, do they do they flex a game into the Sunday night schedule on a Wednesday? Probably not. I don't can't imagine they'd have enough time to do that. Now they gotta show that and then the Cowboys go out, you know, they probably win ten nothing because you know their 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 offense will sputter against a decent defense. So but all they would need to do is score once or twice. And then you're just keying on Lamar Jackson and keying on those running backs and done deal. They only have two tight ends now instead of the three good ones they had last year. So, yeah, I can see that kind of scenario playing out. And then it just sort of leads you to wonder, like, what's the what's the the point where the league says, all right, this is not sustainable anymore. There has to be a point somewhere, no? Where it's simply no longer... Because you're essentially playing fucking replacement players. If you have to deal with these... uh, With just swaths of guys that are out. And I hope that doesn't happen. I really, really hope that doesn't happen. I hope against hope... That all of these players... However many... Fucking thousands of players... Hundreds of players... Thousands... Jesus, David... However many hundreds of players are in the league, that 99% of them are smart enough to to be careful and to not put everyone else in jeopardy. However, as we've seen with the general populace, that is unlikely. People are going to do dumb shit in dumb places. The Dolphins, for example, Miami right now is the fucking epi... Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't talk this much and drink fucking coffee at the same time. God, I'm such a fucking fat, disgusting douchebag. (sighs) Miami right now is the epicenter of the Rona. You're going to have fucking teams going in and out. The Dolphins are going to fucking spread that shit all over the place. That's why the Blue Jays aren't fucking playing games at home. In Toronto, because Canada's like, no, fuck no. We don't want all these stupid Americans coming in and leaving and coming in and leaving and coming in and leaving. What are you, nuts? Wild shit. It's a crazy scenario to think about. And maybe that'll be the impetus to actually get people to take this fucking thing seriously when... Football has to say, yeah, we can't do it. College football, that's a whole other can of worms. There's more people on those teams. You're going to have, oh, they're young and healthy. Fuck you. Once the SEC says, yeah, yeah, we can't play, then you're going to have the South take it seriously. Until then... You know, you have you have these <laughs> these uh, these socially responsible companies like Kroger and Publix and Walmart saying, "Yeah, you have to wear a mask." Oof! You know, shit's bad when Walmart is like, uh, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have you, you got to wear a mask here." Yikes! Good luck enforcing that, Walmart. But yeah, the NFL is weird. And it's the kind of, 
the NFL is a topic that I could spend every episode talking about the weird fucking dumb shit um, with the NFL. I should start another podcast and just call it Dumb NFL Shit. I could probably get more than three listeners with that podcast. It would be interesting. I started listening to some other random podcasts from uh, similarly sized outfits. One a little bit bigger than mine, and it made me scratch my head like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Good grief. I don't know. I think I put together a pretty reasonable product, no? Don't answer that. All right, I've kept you long enough. I appreciate you sticking with me through multiple rants today. Uh, Somewhat more organized. I actually typed up a bit of a script here. You could probably tell the difference between uh, the parts that I was reading and the parts that I wasn't. Although I was reading, I read very well today. So uh, one Barry Horowitz for me. There you go. Pat myself on the back. Um, yeah, did a hell of a job today. Good show. I think it's a good show. Um, I hope my three listeners enjoy it. Uh, I'm sure my wife will because she's my wife. She loves when I do dumb shit. Well, probably not, but, you know. Um, this whole thing is dumb. So, but listen, again, um, get in touch. Let's Let's talk. Let's discuss. I've, I've done some more research on, on, on some additional equipment, and I've said this for three weeks now, but look, I'm unemployed, so I can't be going out and buying fucking podcast equipment. I spent money on stickers, and I fucked that up. But if you want a sticker, it's more of a laptop sticker, so if you want a sticker, let me know. I'll send you one. Uh, free of charge, but you have to promise to, uh, to plaster them in public places. That's the only rule. Um, Twitter at complaints pod, uh, Instagram complaints at observations pod. I swear to God, I'm going to change that. Um, show mail at complaints and observations.com. I have a Facebook page. Fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page. There's nothing on it. Uh, if you have my uh, phone number, send me a text. Let's be friends. Huh? Speaking of friends, tell your friends. I say this at the end of every episode, and my guess is that no one gets this far to actually hear this part. But I implore you you to tell your friends. If they're friends with you and you listen to the program, you would think that they value your opinion. And if you say, this podcast that I listen to is hot garbage, but... The host guarantees one laugh per show or your money back. That should be enough. Just say, look, give him a shot. Listen to it. If you like it, great. Listen to more episodes. If you don't like it, let him know. There's that stupid link at the, you know, at the bottom of every show page that, you know, you can um you can let me know via voicemail or, or some other medium or way. I don't know. I have a website, um, complaintsandobservations.com, that I've literally done nothing with for the last month or two. Useless. 
I really need to do something with it. You know, I need to create some value for my three listeners. I don't know what it could be. But anyways, that's it. Too much coffee today. Wow. I am caffeinated. Uh, Thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. Tell your friends. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.